Welcome to the Two Mutts Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. <laughs> Rick White, here's Radulov with a kiss. Scores! One timer, scores! Perry scores! Corey Perry! Here's Drysdale again, turns, shoots, scores! Austin Matthews in shoots, Austin Matthews! Schultz ahead, Crosby onside, behind the fence towards the net, he scores! Back across, fired, score! Crosby again! Tames with a shot, he scores! Tames shoves it front, they score! Jonathan Tames ties it! Look at that! Are you watching this? What a brilliant piece of work from Connor McDavid! Wow. There are so many leaderships with this Washington team. Jason Chimura bangs into Thomas, who comes through with the right. Weidman jumps in as well. Tamara made sure his 500th NHL game was going to get off to an interesting start. He uh, drove the net, Pierre. He certainly did, Doc. He had a goal in the Washington Capitals last game against the Atlanta Thrashers. And what he's trying to do, I think, and more than anything else, is send a message to his teammates. We have to take every game as if it's a live fire exercise for the playoffs. And when he did that, all the veteran players in the cap bench were saying, way to go, Jason. He doesn't bail out on this play. He goes hard to the net. And he's percolated the crowd here, Doc. He drives hard right into the net. Now, to be fair, Jeffrey Penner's kind of pushing him in to Tim Thomas, but Chimera doesn't back out, and the blocker starts flailing into the face of Jason Chimera. Fearless play. That's why George McPhee went out and got Jason Chimera, Doc. He's going to bring a whole lot of thump to a playoff series, and that's something maybe Washington didn't have in years past. Any player who has been in one of these scraps and has worn a blocker clean on his face will tell you that it is a memory. Semin working the boards. Chimera's there with him as well. Down and up was Alexander Semin as he works the puck towards the front of the net. Here's John Carlson to the net. Score! Jason Chimera! Washington has a 2-0 lead. Carlson with it there. Oh, knocked down was one of the Bruins. Meanwhile, this is let across. Welcome back to the Two Months Podcast presented by Shadified Salon and Barbershop. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. I'm with Clay Vanderham. Vandy, how's it going? Vandy is dandy. This dandy. some excitement happening. Hey, <laughs> eh? anything uh, happening? Yeah. Anything happening? Exactly. We got a very special guest uh, back for his record. I think it's like sixth uh, or seventh <laughs> uh, visit. Uh, we got Jason Chimera. Chammer, how's it going? Good, good. Sport my Oilers jersey here, so nice. I yeah. see that. We're all we're, we're everyone. Everyone's on board. Everyone's, yeah. <laughs> everyone's on board. Everyone's on board. Let's give her. Let's go. Yeah. So as much as we like Luch and all that, it's gonna shit or Edmonton podcast back in the backyard. So we'll see see how it goes. It's gonna be interesting. But uh, you know, Trevor, what did you think of the first round so far? Uh, it's obviously first round's done. But what was your takeaways from the first round? Well, it was exciting. You saw, like, um, I mean, just, just apart from the Eminence series, you saw, I think it was, like, five, eight, seven. So, you can't get any closer than that. It was pretty pretty cool hockey to watch. I think first round is one of the best rounds to watch. You got you got hockey right from five to, like, seems like midnight at night. So, you can do, turn, turn on the TV. You got hockey all the time. So, yeah. and, um, 
it just uh, first round was pretty cool to watch. And I think it's, I think first round is probably some of the most exciting hockey to watch for sure. Cause everyone's pumped up for playoffs. Everyone's getting going. So it's, it's uh, especially like Edmonton was buzzing. So it was pretty cool to see the city buzzing again, for sure. Yeah. So I always hear this. I wanted to ask you this, but now the playoffs are here. So we always hear this conversation that hockey changes in the referees that change in the playoffs, or is it you guys as players? Do you guys change in the playoffs? Great question. Um, I think it's a level of like uh, just heightened awareness because you have to like every play matters, every little every little detail matters in playoffs. I think you and and no matter what, you always play for the different thing in playoffs is always just for one thing. And it's not for points. It's not for getting a contract. It's not for all the stuff. It's just everyone's buckling down for the same reason you want to win a cup. So I think it's, uh, you know, all the points, it, all the points don't matter anymore. So everyone gets set at zero. So it's good for guys like me get set back at zero. So that's nice. So, yeah. so everyone's, everyone's a level playing field, but Andres is a special feeling. I think you, when you get to springtime and especially out East, when you're going the playoffs, the you know flowers are coming up. It's just, uh, Great time of the year to drive to the rink and everyone's excited. It's just uh, parties you know, parties are happening outside the rink. So I think everything gets heightened a bit. And I think we we step up a level. I think and you see the hockey, it just it's just a, the strides. The everyone when everyone just take a stride out there, the strides matter, the hits matter, everyone's like dumping dump a puck in matters. And it just everything, everything about playoffs is, is just is just the best. It's awesome. Yeah, no, it's uh it's quite the thing, man, like what you guys do as players and what you guys put your bodies through for, you know, um, two and a half to three months. It's uh, it's quite remarkable. Um, and like you said, it's not for the paychecks because the paychecks end at that point as you guys get it down to some bonuses that you guys probably get at times. But, uh, you know, it's all for the cup at the end of the day. Um, was there any big takeaways that you took away from this? Obviously, some parody, like you said, you, you were some game sevens. Um, you know, the abs did their thing, but uh, it obviously seemed like the backup goalie theme of the playoffs. But uh, is there anything that took that you took away from from this experience that you saw so far in the first round? Well, yeah, like you said, so it was, it was a kind of an uncanny bit of goalies went down, and the backup goalies, Audrey came in, like those guys, and like uh, Louis Deming came in on and on play on the overtime for 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 heaven's sake, he played really good. So, I mean, I went to Game Seven with my son, and I've never seen like an individual play that good in my whole life with Connor McDavid. I, that was the I've been a part of the NHL for eleven hundred games and watched a lot of hockey games, watched a lot of players. I've never seen a player play that good. So that was that was pretty special for him to kind of take, he seems like he took the whole city on his shoulders when he hit the Dervish. I think it was Dervish the first hit there. Like, uh, what's, yeah, what's that? Jersey, yeah. Jersey, yeah. Jersey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just, he just, he just ran him over and it was placed that wild. I think it just set the tone for everybody. And when your captain's willing to do that, everyone, everyone's jumping on board. So like, uh, I mean, I think when he hit that guy, the whole city jumped aboard his back and he kind of carried the whole, it was, it was amazing what one, one person can do. And he was, he was, I told my son, you better, you better remember this day because that was probably the best, best performance of a human being I've ever seen, yeah. ever seen lace the skates. That was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's, uh, and obviously you saw like Ovi do that with all those years you were in Washington, man. Like, um, you know, like you just said, what you, when you see your captain and your best player just, you know, do that. And Ovi's done it his whole career. And now Connor, you know, he's not, he's not ever been shy from the physical part, but this playoffs has definitely seen a different light of it. Uh, Maddie, what was your takeaways from the first round? What did you think? Uh, what was uh, something that stood out to you? Uh, Jake Ottinger. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the kid, if I'm not mistaken, right, his first six games, 
Yeah, he never like, played playoff games. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, and then what he was doing yesterday, you know, uh, it was oh, insanity. I couldn't, I'm sitting there watching going, holy, like Calgary should, this should be a five, six, seven, nothing game. And yeah. he's making 10 bells. Every save is 10 bells and just no quit. I mean, like, like Chimmer said, it's like, um, you know, the, the Jersey, the hit that McDavid, you know, he was kind of not owning him that that's bad, but he was, I mean, he was having some success against the big boys again. And, and Connor went out there and, and, you know, we knew what kind of game he was going to have. And it was, again, it was one of those games where, you know, I think as an Oilers fan, you're, you're wondering, is this going to, you know, this is the time a weak goal comes in and then you realize that it's playoffs and then Mike Smith buckles down and he's square to every puck and he's saving everything. And, and, you know, same with the Calgary game yesterday, it was one shot could beat. And that like, like uh, Jay talked about, it's, it's one shot can, can win the game. Right. It's just every, they're battling for every inches. And I think we have to look no further than Braden point who is to in my mind, the top five player in the NHL who probably ripped his groin or whatever he did, but for him just to want to get back out there. I mean, kids, kids don't, they won't understand that now, but as you get older, you realize like, Holy, what he did just even try to skate. Like, yeah, it's, it's so much fun. What did you think about that Chemer, the Braden point situation as a former player that's played so many games in the game, in the NHL? Well, you don't want to be taken out. Like that's the, that's the last thing. And then you try to, you, like, you try to, no matter what you try to replicate, you can't replicate skating. So I think you, tr- you're, you're in a, yeah. you're in a dressing room. You're, uh, they'll probably give you maybe a, maybe a couple of pills or two to get you going. So, but then you're like, wrong, uh, yeah. it feels pretty good. I think it feels pretty good. You get out there and kind of, it's kind of like uh, the worst feeling in the world. Cause you're, uh, especially for point, he's a, he's a difference maker. He's a guy that yeah. he, like, like Vanny said, he's one of the top five guys in the league in, in playoff time. He's just he's just a he 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 he, he level he, like his level of game rises so much in the playoffs, and they rely on him so much. His speed, snazzy, his scoring ability, and um, he brings that extra 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 stuff to the Tampa Bay Lightning. And when you lose a guy like that, but they still won, which is great. But they lose a guy like that, it's going to be big for them going forward. Yeah, I mean the parity in the NHL is next to none. I don't they, like. Is there another league where, you know, NBA, MLB? I don't know if there is the, the parity. I mean, we've got a joke. Yeah, I don't. Joke. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I think it's just it's just a it's just that's just so great. You get everyone gets in, and then you you, you don't know where the hell is going to win. You just like, got to get in, right? It, and you got to get yeah. in. I think. Uh, and poor, I think poor Toronto. They they drew the unlucky straw in Tampa because they've been there before. They've done it. They knew how to compete in playoffs. And a lot of Toronto guys maybe had haven't had that experience. So I think their experience carried. I think um, uh, Tampa through that series for sure. I think um, you know Vasilevsky is obviously the best, one of the best goalies in the world for sure at this at this point in time. And and poor Toronto. You know, I don't feel too bad for them, but I, I know, it's hard it, to say. But I it's think matchups, it's, but they, right? They just yeah. ran into a bad, bad matchup. And yeah. even yeah. if they got Boston, uh, Boston was a tough matchup for them too. So I think it was just one of those matchups that they really ran into a tough matchup. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, I, for sure on that aspect, and just seeing what Point had done and the matchups, it's just it's tough. Like, it's, well, think about it. If Dallas goes against Colorado, are, are they? You know, does Dallas take them to seven? 
they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just they different are, scenarios. Yeah, exactly. And then you look at Nashville had a great year, and then you know, Sorrow uh, game like three or four left in the season, and ankle injury, and then uh, you know Tristan Jari gets hurt, and they get to Game Seven, and you know that that rule with taking air. Yeah, when your helmet's off, you got to get off the ice, or you got to quickly put your helmet on. And, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> What what did you think of that rule? Like obviously Crosby at the end of the at the end of the the press at the press conference thought it was a shitty rule, but from a former player, I think it's I, I think it's dumb. I think it's it's just one of those things that happens. I mean, you like if you lose your stick, you don't you have to skate off the ice. You lose a glove, you don't have to skate off the ice. Like you, like it's a piece of equipment. You should be able to maybe just suck it up for a couple a couple of minutes when you're out there. Get get just go old school, let the hair fly, and it'll be. Like kind of like a Gila Fleur moment. It'd be nice to get the get the hair flying in the wind. Petey, I know Petey from Anaheim when I played him. He's a good kid, so it'd been nice to see his hair flow for a bit. But uh, I think I think you should be able to play the shift out. You know, obviously you can't play the whole helmet, but you should be able to play the shift though, because that's that's a huge moment. And then then yeah. everyone gets back. Now they're scrambling. Now they score a goal. Now they could have won the series. Now they're now they're now they're packing their bags. So I think it's that those are the moments. Is every every play matters so much, and every little detail matters so much i think to lose on that or to, to tie a game up on that was brutal yeah yeah it was a, well that's was, right i mean the casual fan will go wow i mean they, there was still two minutes left in the game blah blah whatever but no i mean that that's it's playoff hockey every well shift, yeah that, every, that, that game was done probably if that, that doesn't happen i think you know that's like yeah that's so quick that's so momentum that's all right yeah. oh uh, absolutely yeah so we'll obviously get to the Edmonton Oilers Calgary Flames matchup here, but uh, you know I just want to see what you guys get your thoughts on this on the Toronto Maple Leafs real quick. Do you think the Toronto Maple Leafs, like Kyle Dubas, he's got a year left on his on his contract as a general manager, but do you think he needs to take the Masai Majiri, um, you know, playbook here, where Masai with the Raptors, you know, the Raptors made the playoffs, they were doing their thing, they were winning rounds, not like Toronto Maple Leafs weren't winning rounds. But what, is he, what, he, what he did is he went into that locker room and he fired the coach, uh, Dwayne Casey, who was coach of the year in the NBA, and then put in Nick Nurse. Um, and on top of that, he went in and, and traded DeMar DeRozan, one of the best players, uh, a fan favorite on that team. Do you think that is the next play for the Toronto Maple Leafs to do is, you know, maybe there's a coaching move to be made. You look at Barry Trotz, he's out there, uh, probably one of the best coaches um, right now. Pete DeBoer just got let go today too. Um, so you got some good coaches out there. I'm not saying uh, Sheldon Keith isn't a good coach, but also in that aspect, maybe because the way I look at it, I don't know if it's a Tavares, like if there's something happens with him, maybe it's a Nylander, maybe it's the coach. I don't know. Chemer, like where do you, where do you stand that needs to, the next straw needs to happen in Toronto or do you just run it back and bring it back the same kind of core you had now? Well, it's, it's tough because then you've changed too much. You change the dynamic of the whole team and kind of you change the coaching, change it. I mean, Whatever it is, is in that room right now. So I mean, Washington had to learn. I was there for eight years. We should have won the cup, like probably six of those eight years I was there. And now they won the cup, and now they haven't been out of the first round for four. I think four four last years. So I think it's 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 a tough league to win in. Like you said, the parity is so so high. It, like um, it, either the game could have went either way, and it's a close game. So like this, the matchup was a. I think a bad matchup for them. I think they run into a tough matchup for them for sure. And goaltending wise, I think, you know, how good Campbell's played, but obviously he's that's so that's using another weight class and than, than uh, Campbell is right now as a goalie. Yeah. Um, not not to take any away from Campbell because uh, from what I know, he's the best, he's one of the best guys on, on, in the locker room. So 
I don't know. I think you have to do like, I think the GM's got to do due do, do diligence and have meetings with everybody, talk what's, what everyone's doing. And I mean, if you have to make, sh- make a sh- shake up, you make a shake up. But I think just, just for making a shake up, just to rattle some cages, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't work. I mean, then, then you end up pissing people off more than, more than it's worth. So you, you say so you trade a martyr then Matthews is pissed off. He's, he's going to trade his best, best body. So, or trade Tavares the captain. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what, I hate to speculate what's in the locker room, but you know, obviously they need something else to get over that hump for sure. And that's, uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard to win. It's, it's, it's a hard league to win in and it just takes this much or this little, or, or, or maybe next year they just get it and they you get over that hump. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like that, right? I mean, if those four or five players are your core, I think you've got, you got to trust, in the year-end meetings or the exit meetings, you got to trust what they say and kind of, you know, really listen to what they're, they're talking about. Yeah. If, if they're expressing themselves, which I, Austin Matthews and Marner, I'm pretty sure they are. So yeah. you really got to trust, and you got to trust that and core. If yeah. And it's tough too. Cause like sometimes you got to listen to those guys and what sometimes a proper decision, maybe, maybe you fire the coach maybe, maybe Keith's maybe, maybe just something that's not, resonating with those guys that maybe some other coach can like help those guys along. You know, it sucks because coaches always get the, the brunt of everything. And, it, and it, it's the players. It's usually the players. And, I mean, um, and it's not, and coaching, coaching nowadays, there's like, there's only so many systems you could teach. There's only so many like little things you could teach. And there's not many, um, there's not many surprises out there. Maybe some little plays here and there, but it's just all about execution. And when like how you get, how you motivate these players and how you get these guys going and, if, if someone's pushing too much, someone's pushing too much and this day and age, and maybe you're pushing these guys right out of the room. And sometimes you need for better, for better or worse, you need to kind of kiss these guys ass and hopefully, hopefully they, they don't, hopefully they, like, not, yeah. not so much in that way, but just like butter them up. Hey, you're doing good. You're doing yeah. good, buddy. Keep on. So it's a fine balance with coaching now. It's not so much X and O's with coaching. I don't think, I think it's just how you motivate players and how you get them to execute in situations and how do you, how you get them to compete. And that's the biggest thing. I think in playoffs, it doesn't take much. You lost two, one in game seven. Against you know, two times Stanley cup champs, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe just a little more compete, a little more effort on a couple plays and then you're, you're winning that game. So it just, it just, it's, it's, uh, it's that close. So. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Very well said guys. Um, we'll get onto uh, two coaching uh, moves here um, and then we'll shift gears to the uh, battle of Alberta and some of the other matchups we're going to see, but uh uh, Chemer, uh, are you pretty happy to see Lane Lambert get the opportunity to be a head coach in the NHL? We heard a lot of good things about him as a head coach. Um, I can't remember if you had him as an assistant at all, but uh, yep, yep, yeah. Lane's the Lane's he's he's a very detailed guy. He's very like he's very I mean, so he'll be he'll be very uh, hold the kids guys accountable, and um, he's usually the PK guy, so he's very very passionate about what he does, and I know he's is um, um, he's He's a, he's a lifer. He loves coaching. He loves being at the rink. He loves studying video. He loves all the stuff. So I'm sure those guys have lots of, lots of long video sessions, which, which maybe not, not my, not, not my favorite thing, but I think uh, those guys will have some long video sessions for sure. And just kind of um, just, uh, he'll be very detailed what way the team wants to play and where the way the other teams are playing. So um, he's a good guy. He's very passionate what he does. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it nice to see him get a job. He's been assistant for a long time and it's nice to see him get the job for sure. Yeah, he's. Uh, you heard a lot of good things about him, so I'm definitely happy uh, 
we've had we've had some great guests on before that have said a lot of good things things about him. So, Bandy, do you know much about Lane Lambert and what you've heard about him? Uh, no, most of it is just through what I've heard on the media and how I mean the players enjoy playing for him. But I mean, yeah, no, I can't say that I know a lot about him, but. Um, I do think it's cool, like anywhere, like, and I know Barry Trotz moved on and he's going to, he's going to find a great home somewhere here soon, but he, any team he's ever gone to, he's always seemed to do a great job with goaltending. And I think a lot of that has to do with Mitch Korn as the goalie coach that's been around with him a lot, but uh, he'll definitely find, uh, he'll find his way back in the NHL for sure very soon. Uh, Pete DeBoer got let go today, Vandy, um, another coach, uh, Vegas Golden Knights, let's go. Um, you know, is that a little bit concerning? Obviously, they didn't make the playoffs first time they've ever not made well, it. Well, yeah, I, I think, I mean, I think there's, where there's smoke, there's fire with that Vegas team. And I think there, there's some, not, it's not controversy, but I don't, there's, there's something about Pete DeBoer that isn't attractive to a lot of players. And he may have rubbed guys the wrong way in Vegas. I don't know where it went side. I mean, I can speculate, but I mean, I, I think the Eichel thing just totally backfired on him, <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, I just think, I don't, <laughs> I think it did. I think, I think it, it, and it cost the board the job and not making the playoffs first time team history. And he just, he's a casualty of it, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's tough when you're not in the room, you don't know what's going on, but I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. If there's rumors coming, these aren't, I mean, he obviously has maybe stirred the wrong straw for a lot of these, you know, the 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 top end players. Maybe I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he's gone. I think he's gone to the Cup final twice, never won. I think there, there was that. Which I mean, that that in itself doesn't. I mean, no. he, he's obviously a good coach, but maybe his tactics, you know, his I don't know. Maybe he plays head games. Maybe shit like that, right? And you can't you can't fucking do that anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we've had some of the media guys like Friedman and Drager on our podcast, and they've always said when I can stay there too. When there's smoke, there's fire. There was just too much noise around that organization. Um, Chemer, I don't know if you have anything to add to, to to what's gone on there, and and you know maybe the future uh, of that organization with you know a lot of good coaches out there too looking for a job. You know, Claude Julian's another one that's out there too. But any anything on yeah. you want to add there? Um. From what I've heard of Pete, like uh, I, I mean, Pete's a great guy. I think he's a, he's always been respectful when I talk to him, and kind of he's a good coach. And sometimes you just need a new voice, like uh, Clay says. Sometimes it's just not resonating something with some of the players. And I don't know if Michael's probably the easiest guy to deal with. I think um, I think from what his media availability and all stuff, I don't really know him, but like, yeah, it seems like seems like you'd have to. Really he, butter the, he, butter this guy up and kind of make him feel like he's a he's a he's a most important person in the world. Yeah, I think that's what he needs. I think he needs a he needs a baby carriage coming coming wheeling into the rink. I don't know. So, um, yeah. um, but I know Pete is a good guy. I know. But well, how many how many years has Degas been in the league now? So, I think uh, uh, if you asked, uh, like probably five six. Yeah, six. Yeah. yeah, like if you look at an expansion ways, they're like they've been to the Cup final. I mean, they're they're probably way ahead of like a lot of, lot of uh, their timeline. I think uh, what they had. So, I mean, still they're doing pretty good. I think they they really 
set the bar and the new, the new expansion rules. So they, they, got, they got a lot of good players in that. that thing. A, lot, a lot of new rules got made after that one. So they got, they got a lot of good players and they, they got some good parts. I think they'll be fine. I think, uh, like I said, it's hard to win the league. It's hard. And maybe Eichel, a full season training now, he got the back surgery. He might be better next year. Uh, just a little more chemistry with the team and that stuff. So I think it's, uh, unfortunately, coaches, coaches always get the brunt of the, brunt of the players. I mean, if, if, if the team doesn't do well, it's, it's, Coaches are first to go. They can't. They can't fire twenty guys, and that's that's the that's the biggest thing. So, um, sometimes for for better or worse, coaches are always the first to let go. For for you know those, it's kind of it's kind of bad for those. Yeah, you know, I feel bad for a lot of them because a lot of them are really good people, really good families, and care a lot about the care a lot about the players. And um, you really feel for like I know when Gerard got fired for Columbus at one time, you, you just feel for guys like that. He's such a good person, means a lot. And, Cares about his players, and uh, that was a tough fire because I know um, it was it was um, they're good people, and it, it, you know sometimes you don't deserve it. And that's that's just that's just yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah, he's a like Jarrah. Everything I've heard about him is awesome, and Doug McLean has been on our podcast several times. Yeah, yeah, as you know him too, and and Turk. And yeah, Doug. Doug was really pissed off at us when we had to fire him because he was pissed. He's like, "You made me fire." fucking really good person and Doug was Doug was fiery so he he had his old uh east coast east coast uh uh anger there so he was uh he's I love Doug he's a good guy he treated me really well in Columbus and he yeah. knows I, I love him but he was he was really pissed off that day when he had to fire Gerard for sure yeah yeah he and as we as we know he's they're really close friends and um so we'll move on to the battle of Alberta boys this is going to be a doozy um first oh time yeah anyone so Chemer, initial thoughts of this rivalry, what's going to happen in here? And this well, I mean, it's just good for, like, it's just good for Ralph, for Alberta, like, the oil, the COVID, everything hitting, like, that stuff. And, like, Alberta deserves this. I think it's just a good, it's a good, I know people were hoping, uh, uh, you know, Dallas won a series, but I was hoping for the Battle of Alberta because it's just, it's just awesome for Alberta. It's awesome for the province. I mean, you've seen a lot more flags and cars today than they did yesterday. So I think it's just one of those things. It's, it's going to be great for Alberta. Uh, I mean, you remember our sleepovers watching, watching these games when you're younger. I think that, that those are my first memories of watching. You know, Fury Flurry sliding out of his damn damn knees. You want to you want to punch him in the head. You want to rip. You want to get through the thing. So, yeah. uh, but this this is awesome. I think uh, you had street hockey games. I listen to the game, like you know, you, know, you listen to Roddy Phillips on the on the radio. I think it was just the, one of those games. It just it just awesome for Alberta. I think it's just you know it gives me. You know, like kind of shivers down your spine. You feel like it's pretty, pretty. I think everyone's gonna be tuned in, no matter if you're a hockey fan or not. Everyone's gonna be watching these yeah. games, and it's good for business. It's good for everything. It's good for bars. It's good for little business in, in town. And I think it's a, it's a good you know, economy boost for the Alberta too. I think it's gonna really help Alberta that way too. Yeah, the restaurants and the bars and all that. Yeah, stuff good. And even- I can't wait. I mean, it's gonna be. It's gonna. Be, I mean, hopefully, like. Like Cass and Chuck's gonna, he's gonna hopefully rip his head off, and it's, yeah. it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. I think, yeah. and then uh, I think it's just, it's 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 been really exciting. Now, Bandy, are you worried about the toughness between you know Edmonton and Calgary? Obviously, you know the Flames got Luch and Richie and Zadorov and Gabranson and and whatnot. Um, but you know, or there's you know they got uh, Cassie and Nurse. Um, you probably don't want Nurse fighting a lot. In this no, you, you definitely you can't can't afford Nurse can't afford any trade off yeah. penalties. Yeah. So, so you need him on the ice. Yeah. So are are you worried about any kind of you know? No, I mean I I think the game is different. 
than it was back when when the last time we watched it. I I, I mean, obviously it's going to be physical. Um, I mean, LA played us pretty strong, uh, and and we never backed down. You know, one from the first round. I mean, a kid like Yamamoto, you know, just can take just an energizer bunny just goes goes and goes now i don't know if he can last another seven games against the calgary team with their size but i mean you know i think it's going to come down to depth i think you know goudreau's line our big boys i think it's a wash i think it's going to come down to who can play against lucic um and richie and those type of guys and you know you guys got to step up Derek Ryan, he's yeah. You know they they got to step yeah, up. This is yeah. This, this is where this is they I need. Said, but yeah, yeah. It's like the third, third, third and fourth line, my guys. This is when you're you're yep. like you're you're biting your lips. You're ready to get goal because you know those guys are like you said. Play those the uh, big guys would be a wash probably. They'll get their goals, but like you yep. come down to third, fourth line guys like like Cass and Archibald and Derek Ryan. You know if Derek Broussard gets in there or full goal. Those kind of hey, Jesse with a big goal. Like these are the kind of guys that make the difference in series. I do. So I think Cass is gonna have a really good series because when he's engaged, I think he's probably one of the better players out there. And yeah, um, I think when it, when it's gonna get physical, that'll help him. I think uh, I I like I like Cass a lot as a player. I think I like him as a person. I think when he's engaged though and, and physical like this, I think I think it I think you'll you'll see him get like two or three big goals in a series for the Oilers and you know the guys like that. Like that, this is when. This is when you're like, okay, and I'm chomping at the end. New just to step up and get a couple of huge goals for us, and you know, it's one of those one of those series of third and fourth line guys. You're 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 like, this is I'm going to make a difference in a series. That's what you're to pride on. And that's what that's what you play the game for. That's for sure. Yeah, I think what they have to watch out for, you know, the first, especially in Calgary, is is getting getting away from Kachuk. And and him and getting under skin, they can't let yeah, him bother. Yeah. He can't. As soon as he does that, he knows it. He's Gaia. He's going to be able to free will, and he does his thing. Backlund gets involved in those things too, right? Backlund, same thing. Stay away from that shit. Just another one there. So, um, well, just uh, this this is this is when you just play play your ass off between the whistles and just let let all that stuff yeah. go. Like don't even don't even get engaged in that stuff because because one there and. Now the second round, now the penalties will get tightened up even more. They won't, they won't call up it. They won't call nothing. Like it's amazing what they called it early in the series, and they don't call Jack Jack Kraft in Game Seven when they're holding and prodding, and like it was like holy smokes, like whoa, where, where's the penalties? Yeah. So uh, they're just, they're, they're going to tighten up the call for sure, and there's not going to be many calls. And I think uh, you just got to play through it. I think it, let those guys run around, and and I think I think our overall team speed is a lot lot greater than. Uh, the Oilers or the sort of the Flames, so you got to use yeah. that for sure. Like, you know, Archibald, Yamamoto, and let them come at you. Let's just work around them, skate around them for sure. Like, you know, I love Luch, but like all those guys, like, uh, Richie, those guys are not the fastest guys. So I think, uh, I think the bottom, the bottom six has an advantage that uh, speed wise for Oilers. I think for sure they could use that to their advantage for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, so now we look at the back end. Uh, Tanev was out for Game Seven versus the Flames Stars. Um, that could be very concerning if he's not ready to go Wednesday. That's um, huge for us that he's out. Yeah, huge for Yeah, it is. Yes. Um, yeah. And how how badly injured is Shillington? Yeah, that too. He did. He yeah. did I mean, he took it. That's a nasty hit. I mean, he did come back and he didn't look. He didn't, he look, didn't look injured at all. But um, yeah. Um, or he kind of yeah, kind of did look normal self, but. 
Now, do you look at that back end as kind of very even there, Chemer? Like, obviously, see, we're seeing Cody Cece stat, uh, like stand out here. He's had a great playoffs, uh, you know, had a really good year in the, with the Penguins last year. But now is this back end kind of equaling itself out? Well, I tell you, if if if, uh, if, if the back end plays like they did in game seven, yeah. I, I mean, Keith and Bouchard played unbelievable in, in game seven. I thought they had their best game in the series uh, for Oilers. And, um, CC's played unbelievable. Um, you know, Nurse, Nurse was looking better and better as the series goes on. I think he, he looked a little belabored when he started off. I think he's looking better now. Maybe he's, he's feeling a little better about himself. So, um, but you got, you got, you got uh, so maybe they may, they may play seven to get, get Connor a little more ice time. So they may have, may have some set uh, for seven quarters. And, but I think, uh, yeah, I think it's a wash. I think, uh, you know, Anderson and those guys are very, very good players. And you got uh, Zadorov and, and, uh, they're they're good players, but I think they're they're a little uh, slower in foot, so they can use you can use the speed for that side for the, for that advantage. Of them. But I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty even. I think it's uh, if orders play the way they did in the game seven, I, I mean, they're gonna be a tough team to beat. Yeah, yeah. Andy, your thoughts on the back end? Obviously, you yeah, really, I, really I I agree with that. I mean, I I said it in our chat that that was the uh, this core this group that was the best game. I've seen them play in the three, four, four years, five years that they've been together. So it, I mean, if they can continue and build off that, you know, and Leon gets a little more rest as far as the D. Yeah. I mean, if we go, if we have to go 11 and seven against uh, the Calgary team, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's Edmonton is, is right up well, there. I, think I, I really I think like how, I do like how um, good Branson's playing for Calgary. I mean, I think yeah. he's kind of taken on that role. Yeah. I think if you can get if you can get if you can get to Zadorov and Bradson and expose him a bit, then yeah. Well, Zadorov is more of a, I think, a liability than anything. I think Bradson's kind of had a, you know, he's just turned his he's turned his career around uh, quite quite good in my yeah. opinion. So yeah. What he he looks faster um, as he's gotten older, but. Um, I don't know. Was he in Anaheim with you, uh, Chemer? Did you guys? No, nope. no, he wasn't there. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't there at that time. Oh, he was in. Uh, where was he? He would have been Florida, probably then around that. Yeah. Time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I had. I did meet him once, and he does seem like a pretty stand-up guy. But uh, you know, yeah, I played. I played with. A, I played with the World Championships. He's an awesome guy. Very nice, awesome guy. Like really, he, yeah. what you see is what you get. He plays hard. He's he's a good person. Like plays yeah. honest. He's he's a. A good hockey player, just a good solid, good solid defenseman. Nothing flashy, but he, he, he eats, he eats, he's a, he's a minute eater. He, he bunches up minutes, and he's, a, he's a, he does a pretty good. Yeah. Now, this question I've seen a lot uh, and heard a lot today. I just asked you, Chemer, um, some concerning um, thinking that you might not be able to win this series with Barry and Bouchard um, on your back end, uh, dressing them. And you know, we kind of before we jumped on here, we talked about Chris mm -hmm. Russell and maybe him playing. A lot more and, and and whatnot and what he can bring to a lineup and Bandy, you just talked about the eleven and seven matchup that you could uh, lineup that you could see. But do you think you can win? Obviously, it's it's, it's probably a weird question to ask because you just won one round with that pairing. But uh, you know, as the rounds go on, and this one might be a bit a bit of a different one. Do you think that's concerning at all, or do you see great great things in with Barry and Bouchard as your right defenseman? I think as long as Bouchard sticks sticks to defense first and to worry about the offense will come because I mean game seven at one time he was leading the rush and I was like holy 
get your bud to get your ass back there. I was like, what you doing? Like he's, it's one nothing order that he's trying to lead the rush. Like, okay, like the time of place here. So as long as you like work from the back end out and I think no Barry's been there before. He's he's a he's a veteran, so he knows how to play. I think I, I like him. So I think I think he's he's too criticized in my books. Like he does a lot of good things out there that a lot of people don't 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 realize. And I think uh everyone everyone's looking for bad things that people do, obviously in life, and that's that's what that's what life is. Everyone picks picks apart bad things that people do, right? Don't don't concentrate on good stuff. So he does a lot of good things. He moves the puck, he runs that power play. The power play wouldn't be be anything without him. So um and Bouchard, as long as he sticks to, you know, concentrating on his defense, a D zone out, and he'll be fine. I think if you just let the offense come, don't, don't, don't like you're not Kale McCarr yet. So just, 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 just pump the brakes a bit on, on the offense, play defense, and then you'll get your goals. Yeah, bad year. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think they, I think they could win. I think they, could, I, I, I honestly, I think they could do. I think they, I think it's gonna be a tight series. I think, yeah, I think it's, you're going six or seven again. Yeah. Um, it's a, look at Vanny. He's got something crazy going on over there. He's like, I know he kind of distracted me there. He's, a, he's, he's he got, like a ballroom there. He's got some kind of it's crazy to think. <laughs> but I, I think I think I think the series would be tied in six or seven games, and it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be fun. it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be a hard fought series. And I mean, if you have the if you have a guy playing like that, uh, Connor David, you have a chance to win any game and in, in like right from the here to the Stanley Cup because that was. He plays like that. And it was that was un, that was unworldly. Like that was that was pretty. Like I talk about unicorns a lot with these guys. These guys are unicorns, like the top players in the league. And he he is a unicorn with the biggest biggest little that big horn, whatever they have on his head. There, he was pretty. That was pretty cool to watch and pretty cool to witness live at that game. That that game seven. So you got him playing like that. You got the D play like the game seven. They'll be fine. Yeah. So now it's the goaltending matchup. Uh, Smith versus Markstrom. Uh, Vandy, your thoughts on this matchup going in? And you know, we saw what Markstrom did all year. Nine shutouts. Is Vandy back? Is it? Is Vandy back? He's he's, he's in the. He was in the. Was yeah, I had to move position. <laughs> my, listen, my kid's bed just broke, so he's got to move down here and sleep sleep downstairs. So. Oh no! Um, we need more listener. If you're listening out there, we need more listeners. We need yeah. we need somebody for the bed. If, <laughs> Sponsored by IKEA. This is a good. This is a good sponsor. That maybe IKEA, like yeah. Cas- Casper or something like that, or like a, or like a paying company. Or fair, Andy, 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 Andy was sponsored by Andy. Yeah. Come on, we're looking for some stuff. I think on paper, I mean, Markstrom is hands heads above Smith, but I think Smith is a gamer, a battler, and just listening to his interview today, he. Uh, I mean, he brings that experience. It's just another series for them. They're not focused on Battle of Alberta, all that. So I think he's, I, I, I think, you know, I think Markstrom got exposed a little bit yeah. in the Dallas series. And I think, I think, I think Smith's a gamer and that's who I want in the net. I want to, you know, I want a guy that's going to go to war. Not saying Markstrom won't, but, but I think Smith's got the edge just for his gamemanship. Yeah, speaking from experience, the, the number one question everyone asks me when I'm done is like, "Did you win a cup?" And I said, "I said, and it's, it's the most painful, most painful question to ask." Is it really? Like, oh, oh, for sure, yeah, because like you're always, always in the back of your mind, you're like, "Should have, could have, would have," this thing. And I think for motivation wise, like Smith has that in the back of his mind, and he he's getting up there, and he's, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to leave anything on the table. So I think uh, when you have a motivated player and a focused player like that. And, you know, he's a towards the end of his career. 
he's not gonna last very much longer for sure. He's he's forty one already. It, he he's playing for something else right now, and that that's 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 the that's a huge thing in a, in a professional's eyes when the, those guys who raise their level like that and they, and they got extra height focused and you know the wives do an amazing job at this this time of year because they just like take the kids they take everything away and I'm sure for goalies they need they need a little extra focus so I think Mike Smith he's got like 20 kids running around in the house seems like those boys are running around ever so hopefully yeah. the wife is take taking away and distracting yeah. and letting letting Mike focus I mean wives do a phenomenal job in the playoffs they just let you do your thing and because it takes it takes a lot of effort, especially for Smith. He's playing. He's he's sitting there for sixty minutes, and he's sitting like sitting at goal. And we we go on rest. He's 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 on it for the whole sixty minutes. So, you know, you're pulling for a guy like that. He's a good teammate, good guy. He's always speaking lots, and you want a guy like that to win a cup, and you want to you want him to answer those questions when he's when he's retired. He win a cup, and you want him to say yes. And that those are the guys. Those are the kind of guys you want him to win a cup. So hopefully. He is his focus, and he'll be able, he'll uh, bring that little focus to the team for sure. Yeah, you know, I think what bodes well for him too is um, he didn't he yes he was hurt this year, but his workload wasn't huge this year, so it's not like he had yeah. a sixty-two game season logged during the regular season, and then you know he's going in the playoffs, so his workload was a bit lessened because of obviously some injuries. But and I don't think Marsha Marsha wasn't tested as much as he would be will be now with the orders for sure with the with the dynamic the orders got with like McDavid and Dry Settle those kind of guys and hopefully hopefully hope hopefully Dry Settle have a couple of days of rest here hopefully he'll feel a little better coming into the first game here um, but like there's the uh, uh, Dallas's uh, offense was as dynamic as orders so I think uh, that'll mm -hmm. help him out too yeah it's gonna push the Calgary D to, to back on their heels a bit more yeah yeah. Uh, predictions, Vandy. Um, where, where, how many games does this series go? Oh, I didn't hear. I haven't even thought about this yet. Um, I'm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I. I want to pick with my heart, but I'm. I'm going Flames in six. Oh, you're going like wow. Wayne Gretzky tonight. Wayne Gretzky said that too tonight. So. Well, I'm, you want, if I'm picking Wayne, up Wayne, Wayne didn't even sit, Wayne didn't even sit. Yeah, Wayne, he, yeah. yeah, he was on, uh, he did a thing with Cantese just before he went. Realistically, it's Flames and Six. I just think they got that, that a little more depth than maybe the other got experience, if you will. Yeah. Um, I say Oilers and Seven because I love a game seven. So I'm going to say Oilers and Seven. Um, just, I think this is going to be a one, win one, lose one, win one, lose one, and it's going to come down to game seven. So, in my opinion, uh, Chemer, yourself. I got, I got, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't expect uh, Dallas to push Flames that much. So, I thought they'd walk all over um, Dallas to remind me. I thought they'd beat him in five, but I, I got orders. I, I orders in six. Orders in six. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Orders in six. Okay. It, regardless, it'll be fun. It's going to be oh, so much be, fun. Buckle oh, up, Alberta, because it's, yeah. All right. So we'll go now. Everyone's talking about it, so it's pretty cool. Like, the whole yeah. city's talking about it, so that's pretty fun. Well, I'm thinking, like, the one thing I've heard about is how, you know, for a lot of the kids and, and teenagers, all that, this is their first, Christ, a lot of adults with kids. Yeah. This is their first Battle of Alberta. And I, I hope I these was, kids, I hope these kids watch these games. Because, like, I, I know, like, I took my kid to the game, but, like, other than that, like, we were at a spring hockey tournament. The games were games were on TV, and and all day, there's a the big screens all over. I think we're at Molson Game Brewhouse in Calgary. I think it was a week ago or something. And there's like two games going on. The kids were like, "Yeah, like 
Like kids it drives me bonkers. Like watch the watch the goddamn hockey game. No, like, no, it's no, it's I'll playoffs watch it on YouTube tomorrow. No. Oh it's like it's so that's the problem with like I hope they watched a the little plays of the details of the game and all those little stuff. There's not the highlight role reels goals. That that's not real world. Like like the little plays always. So I hope the kids watch us and realize how cool this is. And like you said, 1991 was the last orders and planes playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's 91 was last. So this is like I mean. I hope every kid's glued in. Hope, hope, hope the moms let the kids stay up late to watch the games. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And so I, it's going to be, I mean, I, I'm glued to my TV for sure. Because you ain't going to see so. any Michigans in this series. No, no, no I hope not. I, I hope, and I hope if you do, the guy, that guy gets knocked out of the game pretty quickly and not, not return the series. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn Michigans. Yeah, Drive me crazy. Of the kids now, kids are, kids are trying these Michigans in practice are like, Stop the damn That's all they do. <laughs> Get out. Uh, Millwood's, we're doing spring camp from Millwood's hockey school. And these kids, literally, they get, I throw the pucks on the ice and they're all doing the scoop. I'm like, oh my God. You can do it at yeah. full speed, do it. But if you can't do it at full speed, don't try. No, no, exactly. You got that right. Um, damn it. I'm more old school, though. I, I, I like the Michigan. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, probably, probably because I can't. I, it's it. not even old school. That's <laughs> not even hockey. Like, fuck. I yeah. agree. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, before we go, we'll do the predictions on the other series here since we're, we did. Oh, that. there are other series? Yeah, exactly. But uh, we're running short <laughs> of time. Um, and I got to go down and eat some dinner. So that cap here. But, uh, uh, but uh, you know, the Florida matchup here Lightning Panthers. Um, I'm going Lightning in six. Um, what about yourself, Chimmer? Who are you going with here? I guess I, you know what I, I think. Four is going to prevail. I think uh, with point out, I think that really hurts him. I think uh, uh, I don't think points. Gonna, I don't think you're going to see point in the series. The way it looked, I think he's. I think he's probably done for the series and done for done for the season for sure. I think uh, I think Flores is going to pull it out. I mean, I think they match up better against him than the Flames did, or I mean, sorry, than the Maple Leafs do. So I think uh, I think uh, I'm going to go uh, Florida, Florida in six. Six. All right, sticking with that six team. So, Bandy. I got Florida. I, 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 Florida, I think in five, maybe. I'll go five because Chimmer said six. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'll go six. All right. So we got the Blues versus the Avalanche. Um, this one's going to be a doozy, too. Um, should be Bennington seems to maybe get in his form a bit back here, but uh, the abs are the abs for, uh, for a reason. Uh, Vandy, your thoughts on this series? Uh, they're, I mean, St. Louis is, I picked them. I think I picked them to go to the cup, didn't I? Yeah, I don't remember. I did so many predictions. Um, I I think Colorado prevails, even though I picked St. Louis to go to the cup. I just I think Colorado, they're rested. Um, uh, they've they've experienced to get over Colorado in seven. I say uh, I say Colorado in six. That's my prediction, Chemer. Yourself. Yeah, I got the. It looks like Kemper's gonna be back, so I got them in five. Colorado five. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then we got the Rangers and the Hurricanes. Man, it's tough to bet against uh, Rod Brendamore and that what he can do with that organization. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh man, it's a tough one. And I think Shesterkin's kind of maybe getting into a groove here with some with a couple wins in a row here. But then I like Turk. Um, I did pick the Rangers to win or to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. So I kind of go against that, but I'm going Rangers in seven. Uh, Chemer, yourself, where are you going on this one? I, I got Carolina. I think Carolina's going to walk over. I think uh, they're 
they're just too deep. They're too you know, too much team speed for 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 um, Rangers, especially in that building. Carolina, it's a hard building to play in. I think they'll win the first two games for sure there. Yeah. Um, Anderson might be back, so I, I I think Carolina wins in a four or five for sure. I think. Wow, right. I'll say five. I'll give them five. They'll win at home in five. And last but not least, Mandy, thoughts on this series? Carolina six. Carolina six. All right. Okay. It'll be a good one. It'll be a good one. So, Chemer, again, thank you for always taking the time. To, uh, good your seeing you, Jay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Again. So, we'll and connect. Round two. We'll get everybody yeah. back. Yeah. Round. We'll get to uh, round three with the Oilers going to the conference finals. So we'll get you back on then, Chemer. Yeah. Okay. All right, have a good one. Thanks, I'll guys. Grow, I'll, even, I'll grow my hair out for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a, have a hey, good boys. One.